Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 99, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone. It's day 99, and we are moving nicely through the story of David's life. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Dave, tomorrow is our 100th podcast. It is, Marvin. You know, Dave, everyone said, don't do it. Don't sign up for 260 episodes. You'll be fed up with Dave after 25. But here we are, going strong. Exactly, Marvin. Uh, Wait, wait, who said that? Not important, Dave. So, what are we reading about today? (laughs) Well, yesterday we had two kings. David, the king over Judah, and Ishbosheth over the rest of Israel. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay, well, we're going to skip over the war and the fighting that went on between those two sides and some of the men who were involved. But eventually what happens is some of Ishbosheth's own men kill him and they bring his head to David. Oh, wow. That must have been a weird present to get. Well, it was. And actually, David punished them for murdering Ishbosheth. He had them killed, but that has left the way open. Suddenly, Israel has no king. And years after Samuel had anointed David, Israel is ready to finally make him king over the whole country. Okay, got it. So, well, who's reading for us today, Dave? Today, it's our friend Nikki. Oh, hi, Nikki. Hi, guys. Today, we're reading two passages. The first one is 2 Samuel, chapter 5, verses 1 to 5. And the second passage will be chapter 6, verses 1 to 15. The Ark Brought to Jerusalem All the tribes of Israel came to see David at Hebron. They said, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, Saul was our king. But you led Israel on their military campaigns. And the Lord said to you, You will be the shepherd over my people Israel. You will become their ruler. All the elders of Israel came to see King David at Hebron. There the king made a covenant with them in front of the Lord, and they anointed David as king over Israel. David was 30 years old when he became king. He ruled for 40 years. In Hebron he ruled over Judah for seven and a half years, In Jerusalem, he ruled over all of Israel and Judah for 33 years. And then moving on to chapter 6. Again, David brought together the best soldiers in Israel. The total number was 30,000. He and all his men went to Bela in Judah. They wanted to bring the Ark of God up to Jerusalem from there. The Ark is named after the Lord. He is the Lord who rules over all. He sits on the throne between the cherubim that are on the ark. The ark of God was placed on a new cart. Then it was brought from Abinadab's house, which was on a hill. Uzzah and Ahio were guiding the cart. They were the sons of Abinadab. The ark of God was on the cart. Ahio was walking in front of it. David was celebrating with all his might in front of the Lord. So was the whole community of Israel. All of them were playing castanets, harps, lyres, tambourines, rattles and cymbals. They came to the threshing floor of Nacon. The oxen nearly fell there, so Uzzah reached out and took hold of the Ark of God. Then the Lord was very angry with Uzzah. That's because what Uzzah did showed that he didn't have any respect for the Lord, so God struck him down. He died there beside the Ark of God. David was angry because the Lord's great anger had broke out against Uzzah. That's why the place is still called 
paralyzed Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of the Lord that day. He asked, How can the ark of the Lord ever be brought to me? He didn't want to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom was from Gath. The ark of the Lord remained in Obed-Edom's house for three months, and the Lord blessed him and his whole family. King David was told, The Lord has blessed the family of Obed-Edom. He has also blessed everything that belongs to him. That's because the ark of God is in Obed-Edom's house. So David went down there to bring up the ark. With great joy he brought up from the house of Obed-Edom. He took it to the city of David. Those carrying the ark of the Lord took six steps forward. Then David sacrificed a bull and a fat calf. David was wearing a sacred linen apron. He danced in front of the Lord with all his might. He did it while he was bringing up the ark of the Lord. The whole community of Israel helped him bring it up. They shouted. They blew trumpets. Thanks, Nikki. Okay, Dave, I do not get it. Why did God kill this guy, Uzzah? He just stopped the ark from falling over, right? No, wasn't that a good thing? It seems a bit unfair that God struck him down dead. Oh, it's well, Professor it sounds like the professor wants to help us. It's Professor Westminster. 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 It's summer, springtime, it's Professor Westminster. There's someone you can always go. Professor. So Marvin was asking why God struck down Uzzah. Ah, okay, yes. Well, Marvin, the ark was an incredibly special thing. It was where God was present on earth with his people in a very special way. And back in Exodus, when God told the Israelites to make the ark, he gave very special instructions on how it was supposed to be moved. Now, it should have been carried on poles by the priests. Oh, yeah, yeah, like when they marched around Jericho. Yeah, exactly, Marvin. <laughs> so, the Israelites were ignoring God's instructions already, just moving the ark whatever way they felt like. And when the oxen stumbled, well, Uzzah just grabs it like it's an old crate of potatoes. This was the last straw. God could not allow it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that kind of makes more sense. The Israelites and Uzzah, well, they seem to have forgotten about the holiness of God. We've talked about this before, yeah? Yeah, yeah, so God is holy and we are sinful. That's right. And when sinfulness comes into the presence of God's holiness, kaboom! Ah! The sinfulness gets burned right up. God is far above us. We must always remember that. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Professor. So, Marvin, though, yes, Jesus is our very best friend, and yes, God loves us very much, we are not equal with God. He is scary powerful. And you can see that what happened scared David, and suddenly he thinks, hmm, I'm not actually so sure I want the ark in Jerusalem with me. Okay, yeah, but then when God is blessing the guy who has the ark, well, then he decides he does want it, huh? That's right, and so the ark is brought to the city, and there's this massive celebration. They're singing and dancing and blowing trumpets, and all of this is happening probably at least 15 years after Samuel visited Jesse, David's dad, and anointed David as king. Finally, Israel is united, and the ark, the central point of God's presence on earth, is in the midst of his people. Hmm, 
Dave, maybe we should have an ark. We could sing and dance and blow trumpets. Well, Marvin, the party might be fun, but the wonderful thing is, well, we don't need an ark. Oh, well, yeah, I know we don't have an ark anymore, Dave, but, but how come? Ah, Dave, I'm still here. Oh, okay, perfect. Go for it, Professor. Well, Marvin, the ark was where God was present in the midst of his sinful people. You weren't supposed to touch it. It was supposed to stay in the holy place where God was present. At the ark, sinful people could not be. Okay. But when Jesus came and took the punishment for our sin, God's wrath was satisfied. We are given Christ's righteousness. So God no longer had to be separated like that from his people. So yeah, we don't need an ark, a place where God is especially present. Because now, if we put our trust in Jesus, he is present by his spirit within us. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks, Professor. So yes, Marvin, when once God had to be separate from his people, well, Jesus solved that problem. You can worship and pray to God in his holiness anywhere, anytime. Oh, yeah, sure, I'm glad, Dave. It's a long way to Jerusalem. It is, Marvin. So yes, today, boys and girls, thank God that we don't need an ark, a special holy place where God is and we're not. Thank God that Jesus made it so that we can approach God always, no matter where we are or when we need him. Yes, that is good, huh? <laughs> it is. And you know, Marvin, I think we will leave it there for today. Okay, yeah. Well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.